Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You know, the best part of having a your own producer is that you hear bumps that you didn't know were in the system. It's I'm, good. I, I'm still of the of the mind that uh, you never have a bad day when ska music is playing. Ska music. What is ska music? Am I am like, I like am I about to sound like, like an idiot? <laughs> like you know, it's like it, like a little bit of the punk music with the with brass added okay. to it. Brass added to it. I'm yeah. I'm musically illiterate. This is this is. I'm learning something. There I'm learning go. something. There you go. Um, we've got schedule release coverage You're for the next two hours. Jody Biasi and that voice there you hear, uh, regular here at the station, Derek Kramer. Regular? Reg- regular. Regular? You're back into regular. You do Sports Talk Saturday this Saturday, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, just because I'm here three weeks in a row doesn't mean that I'm a regular. I should have gone with familiar. I guess. Familiar voice at the station here, Derek Kramer, is what I should have gone with. <laughs> um... Hi, we've got schedule release coverage over the next two hours. It's going to be made official at 8 o'clock. What we do know for sure right now, undoubtedly, 100%, locked in, ironclad, weeks one and two, Bills at Ravens. Oh, wow. One line in, I I messed up. Wow. Just take the rest of the night off. Bills, I I was on a roll. Bills at Rams, the Thursday NFL season opener. We rate. We matter to the league now. That is the prime spot to start the season. And the Buffalo Bills are in it. Isn't it just crazy just to even think of that? It's, you know what? For the longest time, we've been guessing slash hoping for it. So it's not really a huge shock that it actually happened. It, like, it's been a lot of that kind of fanfare. Where it's like, oh, it's. It's got to be like possibly the Bills, right? Considering the Rams' opponents and how most of their division opponents aren't all that spicy. But the Bills are on the road and they play in LA. So either they waste a divisional matchup or they can start off with us. And so it's been kind of like that. It's not surprising to me because of the fact that it kind of felt like it was going to be that way all along. Yep. And then week two, we knew that, we knew that a couple of days ago, but it's going to be the Bills and their their home opener hosting the Tennessee Titans on Monday Night Football, back-to-back primetime games to begin the season. This is going to be so exciting. It will be exciting if they beat them down. 
That's one that's one team in the league, maybe only behind New England and maybe Miami, that I'll enjoy the Bills just kicking the living you-know-what out of. You know what? If you, they do it. You've changed my mind. They need to do it. Because <laughs> not only do they have a terrible track record with that franchise as a whole. Yep. Um, back-to-back, back-to-back years, we've lost Tennessee. When, yep. when the Bills, to me, are definitively a better team. It, but also, I just have an irrational hatred for them now. Me too. It just, no, you're not at my level because I might hate them more than New England in the current moment because I, they don't yeah. scare me. Tennessee, for some reason, keeps winning, whereas yeah. Josh Allen is able to just dominate Bill Belichick defenses and literally not make them punt unless it's an act of God. Right, quite literally. Right, where Tennessee, it's the stupid grinded-out Tannehill on a 20-yard run, and then Derrick Henry breaks one big one the whole game, and suddenly the Bills can't stop the run. And, yeah, like, the, to the Titans... And Mike Vrabel they, just has this punchable face. Yeah, it's the way they go about it. It's the way they win. It's, like, the opposite of what works in the NFL nowadays, too. So I am looking forward to that game, hoping that the Bills will it will just be a beatdown. Uh, in their first home game of the season. Coverage of the schedule release on WGR is brought to you by BookSeats.com. Custom flight, hotel, and ticket packages to events around the world. Maybe you want to check out BookSeats.com for a potential road trip game this season. I was trying to come up with that because me and a group of friends last year went to the Titans game, and I loved it. We got there six days early, six days in Nashville. It's already my favorite city to visit. And then the game happened. And then the game happened. But I didn't let that ruin the trip. Still an exciting game. They were just on the short end of it. The Loved the trip. The destination city. I will 1 million percent be going back there the next time the Bills play at the Titans. This year, we're like, all right, what game do we want to go to this year? Do we want to do another trip? Another destination game? And this is one thing you could use bookseats.com for. There are some pretty good destination cities, but maybe not in the perfect time slot if... The leaked schedule that we have seen about the Bills is indeed correct. And if you haven't seen that yet, I can kind of list this out for you right now. We don't know this is official, but everything we've heard about the NFL schedule seems to indicate that this leaked schedule from a couple of hours ago does check out to be indeed the, the real thing. So starting with the two games, of course, at the, at the Rams and then home against the Titans. Week three. Again, take this with a grain of salt. We believe this is correct, but we don't know 100% yet. Week 3, at the Miami Dolphins. At That's the one game that we were thinking about going to, but who goes to Miami in September? I mean, I guess it'll be warm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's always warm there. So true, but you want to you want like a, a cold December you want game an escape. to leave for Miami. Yeah, yeah, you want a bit of an escape from the snow. That's par- part of the point. So at Miami week three, that is a one o'clock game. Three straight one o'clock games weeks three through five at Miami, at Baltimore on October second week four, and then October 9th, week five Sunday at one o'clock hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers, who will be quarterbacked by when at that point, or by who? Is it Pickett or Trubisky? But you think by week five? Week five? I think it's still Trubisky. It might be right on the line, though. Like, that's right around when guys start getting replaced for the rookie if it's not going well. But I feel like Trubisky's going to be, uh, I guess the word's good enough. Adequate. Might be an upgrade, honestly, from what they had. Well, from what um, they had last year, absolutely <laughs> it is. Yeah. So that, that that's why I think it'll probably be a little while until Pickett gets there. Then we get into some really good stuff. Not that we haven't already with the the Rams Thursday opener and the Titans Monday night game. Week 6, 
Sunday, 425 at the Kansas City Chiefs, for according to this leaked schedule. Now, thought that could be a fitting Sunday night game, right? I mean, it was the game of the season last year in the NF- in the National Football League. But CBS gets to protect some games, and it seems that that's what they did here. They were like, hands off, this is our game. We are getting Bills Chiefs. We're putting it right in that 425 window, which it's not a night game, but it is kind of a prime spot. Because usually there's only one or two other games going on, and most of the country gets one game. So while it's not officially a primetime game, it, it in a way is kind of a it's a prime slot. It's in front of a national audience in a sense. Sure, most of the country will see that game. Most of the, exactly. Then the Bills week seven have a bye. Week seven bye. Week eight out of the bye week, hosting the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football. For content purposes, it's a very nicely placed bye week. Because we'll have a week of reaction to the Chiefs game, and that Chiefs game might warrant a whole week of reaction. And then you have a week of build-up to a Packers Sunday night game. Those are two of the hottest games on the schedule all year. And Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at the Bills, that's my favorite game of the, of the, of the, of the season, if that's right, on the schedule. Yeah, if that's right, and not to mention, the other thing about it is that the Bills are commanding a lot of non-traditional kickoff times. It's yeah. For the fan that loves the 1 p.m. start, uh, I feel bad for you, son, because it's not what it's going to be anymore, not with this team. And yep. according to this leak, almost half of the schedule is away from a 1 p.m. Yeah, at most, I think, what, 1 or 8, 1 o'clock Sunday games, um, and only a, couple, only a few at home. So uh, Packers Sunday Night Football, Week 8. The day before Halloween. The next week, week nine, at the New York Jets. If you've noticed, a lot of the Bills that I've read through, a lot of the Bills' harder opponents are already gone. The Rams, the Chiefs, the Packers, the Ravens, even the Dolphins and the Titans to a lesser extent. Now here comes some easy games, easier games. Week nine, at the New York Jets, one o'clock Sunday game. Week 10, one o'clock Sunday game at home, hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Week 11. Hosting, again, 1 o'clock, the Cleveland Browns. Week 11. I don't think he's getting suspended at all this season. I think that's coming in 2023, the way the situation is starting to play out. But if he does get suspended for this year, I'm guessing Deshaun Watson will be playing that football game against the Buffalo Bills. As gross as it is, I think the, the odds right now would be that Watson is starting against the Bills Week 11. At the very least, if there is something, and I, you're right, it is absolutely gross that we have to talk about this not really being a thing in the sort of sense. I don't think that Watson is out for this game as well. I think it would be like, oh, well, only, like... Weeks one like, through eight or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be something dumb like that. So week 12 at Detroit Thanksgiving. Can Another I, I, Thanksgiving game. Okay, <laughs> three in four years. I've, I, I'm happy that you're with me on this hate. Oh train yeah, I am. Because look, it's I, not as bad to me as like the Cowboys game was, where it's like right smack dab in the middle of the day. Yeah, but, but still, but still, it. You know what? Selfishly, I'm going to say it. Look, I know you enjoy watching the Bills on your Thanksgiving fans, but uh, we hate it. It's it's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. It just, I want to be able to relax on my Thanksgiving, and if the Bills have to play, that means I'm driving here. It means <laughs> that I'm, I'm not going to be out with my family and enjoying dinner. No, I'm going to be here. 
So, yes, I know I'm speaking literally about a me problem, and Joe shares the sentiment with me, but there's, there's just selfish dang reasons it. why we don't like yeah, it. Yeah, sure. it, it's completely selfish. Fully admitting it. Fully admitting it's completely selfish and it's very isolated, but dang it. Three and four years at, at the Lions, too. I mean, at least it's not a home game. Uh, I guess because I'm not sure the appetite that a lot of fans would have to kind of take up their whole Thanksgiving go doing to a, going to a Bills game, whereas now it's, you know, you can still have your family get together and watch the game on TV. Yeah, there is the advantage to that because now this is the third time in a row that it is that situation as it's well. On the the Bills are still not hosting. Of course, most of it's because Dallas and Detroit always do. Remember, they went like 25 but, years without a Thanksgiving game. It's not normal for teams yeah. to have this many Thanksgiving games. Yeah, let alone three and four years. Yeah. Uh, week 13, again, according to a leaked schedule that we believe is right, but we're not ironclad on it yet. That'll come in 45 minutes at 8 o'clock. All we know officially so far are some of the primetime games, the international games, and every team has announced their, their first home game. Uh, week 13, Bills at Patriots. Thursday night football, that is Amazon Prime and 8.15 kickoff. So we get the Bills and the Patriots again in prime time. We had that last year once in Buffalo. This year it's a Thursday night game. Uh, so back-to-back Thursdays, Thanksgiving and then the Thursday thereafter. I'm okay with that win. because then you get a normal week of preparation. Yep. And it's against the Patriots even. So, New England would probably so, be coming on a short... I, I don't have their full schedule, but New England's probably on short rest. They're probably on short rest? Yeah, because the week prior is Thanksgiving. Oh, no, no, never mind. I'm sorry. They're, I'm wrong on that. There was uh, Evan, Laz- Evan Lazar, who we've yep. had on the station many times. He did report earlier in the day that the Vikings are hosting the Patriots Thanksgiving night. Oh, so the okay. New England will also have a week. They'll also have that week. But it's not going to matter because the Patriots can't make the Bills punt. <laughs> what an odd game, by the way, for Thanksgiving night. Vikings and Patriots... Like that that game's been like Steelers and Ravens or so even they get Falcons to deal with and Dalvin Cook for one week and then they get James Cook the next. Like right and like Thanksgiving night the what am I getting Kirk Cousins and Mac Jones? Okay. Ew. I'm going to be sleeping by then full of turkey <laughs> and wine anyway. Right, exactly. Um, well, no you're not. You're going to be probably you're well by clean. then eight o'clock eight <laughs> o'clock I'll I'll have my my turkey my turkey fill by then um, we'll all be right. just eating yes <laughs> week fourteen uh, hosting the New York Jets that's a home one o'clock game the Jets I saw only have one primetime game all season and it is the Thursday night game before Christmas at the Jaguars so they got that's probably both nothing of them, that's probably year. both of them getting their minimums right they had to go somewhere let's put them in the week when no one's gonna be everyone's gonna be shopping anyway and let's put them against the Jaguars no one will care uh, so the Jets at the Bills week 14 week 15 TBD on the day this is one of those could be a Sunday could be a Saturday Bills hosting the Dolphins I don't know what the other Saturday potential games would be but we've gone through this right where you're kind of trying to rank the likelihood of matchup going to Saturdays as an appealing game to the NFL. And without knowing the other games, Bills-Dolphins Week 15, you know what that could be to me? That could be Bills are in the lead in the division, and they're probably going to win it, but Miami's still mathematically alive. Maybe they're two games back. The Bills are like, what are we talking about? Week 15, if both so teams, 14 games. If both teams do what they should games. on paper... Miami is an annoying yeah, thorn like, in the side, and that's a good matchup. Right. Like, let's say the Bills are ten and three, and the Dolphins are eight and five, and that's giving the Dolphins a lot of credit going into that game. Eight I mean, and five. On paper, they they should be strong. That'd be one of those we go. All right, division on the line. Bills can clinch, or Miami can pull within one game. That that's a. I would bet right now that game's going to be on a Saturday. But again, that's very. Um, 
circumstantial currently. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we don't the other know everything are. else. Uh, Christmas Eve, Saturday, Christmas Eve, at the Chicago Bears, 1 o'clock, Saturday, Christmas Eve. How do we feel about that game compared to the other possibilities, which would have been a night game on Christmas Eve, that could have been a Christmas afternoon game or a Christmas night game? How do we feel about Christmas Eve afternoon? I am okay with this. I think I'm fine with it. None, I mean, none of these are got, great. You know, we got a Thanksgiving already. I don't know if we need to force feed the bills into all the holidays. Sure. Christmas Eve is a holiday for a lot of people, though. Like, it is, but like... I have more things usually on Christmas Eve than I have on Christmas. Possibly, but that kind of does like a two birds, one stone sort of thing where... Yeah. You're you're at a family party, and now you can also watch the Bills game. And it is during the day. It'd be different. Christmas Eve night, I feel like everyone's always got something. Yes. Um, so at least Christmas it's not Eve, bad. Christmas Eve afternoon. Sure. Honestly, the hardest thing we'll have to deal with selfishly is like traffic for last-minute shoppers. <laughs> On Christmas Eve, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, then week 17, their final primetime game of the season, at least for now, at the Cincinnati Bengals, Monday Night Football, January 2nd. Uh, that is Burrow versus Allen. That is a game that I would imagine seeding-wise could matter for both teams. You could have a one-seed race on the line, or you could just have it meaning the Bengals need it for the AFC North. I think it's more likely than not the Bengals are fighting for the AFC North than the one-seed, but they could be. So that's going to be a good matchup at Cincinnati. That makes sense, too. Sunday Night Football does not go to Cincinnati. I think I don't think they've done it since they've really been the prime-time spot. When they changed over, whatever that was, 2001, 2002, they've never gone to Cincinnati. So to me, they were never going to Cincinnati. Monday Night Football, that works for that. Aikman, Buck, um, Bills at Bengals, Week 17. And then Week 18, again, Saturday, Sunday, flex potential. Bills, Patriots, hosting New England, TBD on the time. That also could be right one of these where they could say, all right, this is going to be Sunday Night Football. Whatever game's got the most on the line. They always reserve it for like right at the end. My hot take. Go ahead. Not even hot take. Lukewarm take. This one's not going to get flexed in anything special. I agree. I <laughs> I I will go along with your Luke, your lukewarm take here. I don't think this game will matter for either team. Nope. I think New England going into Week 18 will be dead. Hang on. I think they will not have a chance at the playoffs, and I think the Bills. They're either going to be playing for the one seed, or honestly. Because of how strong the other divisions are with the teams with like the Chiefs having to deal with all the other AFC West teams and like the Bengals having to deal with all the other AFC North teams, I think it's possible this is Case Keenum because the Bills have locked up the one seed. I was going to say something as, as the different hot take, which was going to be Josh Allen only throws one touchdown in this game because he's pulled in the halfway through like the second quarter. Right, that's that's what the Bills usually do. You're right. Even when like last year with the Jets, the, yeah, they did it with the Dolphins, then the Jets, and that, and now the Patriots. Oh, it's going to be so awesome to be able to bench our starters for the Patriots game. Oh, how delicious it is! <laughs> the Bills, by the way, we have lines on their first two games, spreads at FanDuel. The Bills are kind of surprising to me, but not by a lot. I thought this game would be a pick'em. The Bills are a favorite. On the road against the defending Super Bowl champions, the LA Rams. Only one point, but they are a one-point favorite at FanDuel. Yeah, that's not like the standard home, no, that, home minus three for a defending Super Bowl champion. That's yeah, kind of wild. It's the defending Super Bowl champions against the Super Bowl favorites, which also is a little wild. Uh, so Bills and Rams, the Bills are favored by one point, and then the Bills are favored by seven against the Tennessee Titans. I don't... 
Let me see if they've uploaded any more. Uh, I, I kind of want to play around with guessing the spreads. We'll do that maybe coming up in the next segment because we've got some time to kill here until the schedules are made official at 8 o'clock. And we, the Bills schedule, we think, is leaked. We don't have a lot of these other games. We have the Week 1 schedule right now, and we have the Week 2 schedule. So there's a lot still to be determined here, and the spreads will come out tonight. That is really what I'm now looking forward to the most. I think I feel pretty confident this is the Bills schedule that I just ran through with you. So for me... The one thing that I'm waiting to find out throughout the rest of the night is how big are the Bills favored in a lot of these games? And also, how many games are they underdogs? Maybe, maybe three? Derek, how many games are they an underdog for this year? Is it, they're, they're an underdog for the, well, they're not going to be an underdog for the Rams game. Although some books they are. So for now, we'll say that they're not an underdog in the Rams game. FanDuel has them as a favorite. They're going to be a small underdog, I think, at Kansas City. But, like, plus that's, one and a half? That's probably it. Yeah, that might be it. I mean, They're going to be favored at home against the Packers. I mean, unless things go poorly to start the season, that's the only way that that's not. But that's the only other considerable game that you can even ponder. Yeah. The Ravens, the, I, I can't get there on the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, I, the I, last week against the Patriots that the Bills have clinched everything. Yeah. And New England has something to play for, maybe that one. But uh, but that's it. Some of these spreads for week one. They have the, all the week one spreads up now at FanDuel. The hey, training camps have not even happened yet. Why bother? <laughs> well, we, we know most of the quarterbacks and most of the rosters no, at this I'm point. I'm saying like injuries will happen. Sure. So why bother? Well, the thing is, <laughs> if you follow the spreads closely enough, unless it's a quarterback, no injury is going to affect a spread. DeAndre Hopkins got suspended for six games. The Cardinals' Super Bowl odds didn't change one bit. Neither did their win total. Their win total stayed exactly the same. Unless it's a quarterback, none of these teams' odds are going to change. Hmm. Like, I, It's, it's kind of weird that that happens, but that happened with Tredavious White last year. It was just kind of interesting that White got injured, for the Bills, torn ACL, their Super Bowl odds stayed exactly the same. Didn't change. And if it happens in in large volume, that's different. One player is not going to change the odds. The Ravens had, for example, half their team get injured, and their Super Bowl odds went way down, and their win totals went down, and they started becoming an underdog more often than normal. But I think these lines will probably stay very close to the same, except for the teams that might see different quarterbacks play. The Steelers, for instance... They are a six-point underdog against the Bengals in Week 1. Maybe they're not going to change too much, depending on whether it's Pickett or Trubisky. Because Pickett, Pickett's supposed to be the ready-made, pro-ready guy. And Trubisky's kind of the game manager. So, to me, they're one and the same. So that line might stay the same. Who else could see some quarterback change? How about the Panthers? The Panthers are plus four against the Browns. We don't know who either quarterback is in that game. The Browns are favored by four points on the road at Carolina. That could be Darnold versus Watson. That could be Mayfield versus Darnold. That could be Watson versus Mayfield. That could be Brissett versus Mayfield. Could be Brissett versus Darnold. There's like nine thousand different quarterback combinations. Matt Corral for that game. could somehow win the competition for right? Carolina. Matt Corral. Maybe it's Watson <laughs> versus Corral or Brissett versus Corral or Mayfield versus Corral. I don't really think Mayfield ever plays for the Browns again. Uh, he's getting traded or cut. I, I find the Mayfield versus Watson one to be kind of funny when you say I, that. Is that the most likely scenario for that game? Who's the most li- I guess it's about the Panthers. Who's the most likely Panthers starting quarterback for week one? You the, it's gonna it's gonna be you'd rather take the field over whoever this person is. But if if I made you pick one individual to start 
for the Panthers week one? I'm just going to guess Darnold because I'm lazy. I don't think there's any way they put him back in. I think I, they know he's bad. It, but he's also currently there. I think they might get to Corral before they get to Mayfield. You, you, you're the one who mentioned him. I think they'd be just so desperate just to catch lightning in a bottle with an unknown that they'd even go for the unknown. Even if they're not very optimistic it's going to work, they'd just go for it. I, I think Corral would be more likely than Darnold. I would bet Mayfield, though. I think that will happen. I think the Panthers are flexing right now. I think they're trying to prove to Cleveland, we're not going to trade anything to you because we know you're going to cut him. And then the moment he gets cut, Carolina will sign him. That, that to me is, that's what's going on right now. It's a leverage game. The Browns have none. Everyone knows they've got to cut the guy. And no one's going to give them an asset. I think the Panthers are lying when they say they're not interested in Mayfield. They're not interested in trading for Mayfield, I think is what that is. So I think he'll get cut. I think the Panthers will sign him. And I think he'll start week one against the Browns. And that'll be, that'll be juicy. That'll be juicy. So those are some of the spreads we're looking at for week one. But again, we think we have the Bills schedule in full. We will find it out in, uh, in to- in officially uh, at 8 o'clock what it is going to look like. We're going to look for your phone calls, though, at 803-0550. We'll play around with some of the Bills spreads, how I see some of these coming back um, uh, when we come back from the break, on what guessing at some of the spreads will be for the Bills schedule. But how do we feel? Do we like? Do we love the Rams opener that much? How do we feel about Thanksgiving again? Christmas Eve, where that landed? Whatever you got on the Bills schedule and how you feel about what we think we know about it so far, feel free to give us a call at 803-0550. And we'll have Sal on a little bit after 8 o'clock when it becomes official. Uh, and hope you'll join us here on the Nightcap. Jody Biasi and Derek Kramer. Schedule release coverage, which is brought to you by BookSeats.com, custom flight, hotel, and ticket packages to events around the world. Looking for your calls after this on WGR. Oh, here come the Leafs. Out for warm-ups. You feeling confident in Toronto? I think they're going to blow it. No, not at all. I think they're going to blow it. You know what it is? It's that even if they take Game 7, it's just going to be an existential dread that comes over Toronto fans and media that Game 7 will have to be played. I just want want to see the landscape building up to Game 7 in Toronto. Not winning a playoff series since 2004. Not winning a playoff series since Brian Leach was on your team. Uh, just to see the nervousness, the nerves of all the fans and the media in Toronto having to just the days and the hours and the minutes leading up to a Game 7 in Toronto. Like Full capacity here, crowd. Like It's going to be the same energy of, can we really stomach having to do this again? Right. And then, like, that, whether, depend, no matter what side of the... Of that series you're on, whether you're rooting for Toronto or rooting against them, Lightning and Leafs, it's great theater. It you're is. rooting for the theater of it because one of two things happen: one, the Leafs lose Game Seven on home ice to the Lightning, and they lose a sixth straight opening round playoff series, and it's hilarious and it's it's amazing. And yet another one with a Game Seven slash right. Game Five, like winner takes all. Yep. Because and well, except for one of them, the Washington series. Yeah, everything else. Everything else has gone to Game 7. Right. And if they lose, or or, or if they win... Game 5, quote-unquote. If they win, even though I'm not rooting for them, if they win, 
Like, imagine just Matthews or Marner scoring, like, an overtime goal in Game 7 in that place. Like, that would be... It would be a historic moment for the that city, franchise. The city is either going to crater upon itself in excitement or crater upon itself in salt. And they might... They right now, last I checked, they were the co-favorites with the Panthers to come out of the Eastern Conference. They win that series. I mean, they might, they're not going to be the favorites because the Avalanche are going to be the favorites, but they're going to be second or third to win the Stanley Cup. Like, they could yeah. go on a run. They, they really could go on a run. They could. And the dam bursting, you'll hear that narrative if they get through, right? And now we're seeing the stat because we're like, we've got the games on, and Andre Veselovsky is still a god after a loss. Yep. He so, could easily steal these so two games. So here we go. He could easily steal these two games. Here we go. He might not need to, too, because Tampa's just. Great. Uh, 803-0550 is the phone number. Jody Biasi and Derek Kramer here on WGR. We are covering the NFL schedule release, which will be announced officially and in its entirety in 26 minutes. Coverage of the schedule release on WGR is brought to you by BookSeats.com. Custom flight, hotel, and ticket packages to events around the world. An incredible stat that I still don't want to fully believe that it's right, but I'll trust it because of where it's coming from. Kevin Seifert of ESPN. Smart smart guy. Big brains. Kevin Seifert at ESPN. He tweets, A random nugget I learned from a University of Buffalo mathematician who was trying to help the NFL reduce disparities in its annual game schedule. There are more possible NFL schedules for a given year than there are atoms in the universe. Does that seem possible? But it is. Apparently... More possible NFL schedules, 10 to the 300th for a given year, than Adams in the universe, 10 to the 80th. So by a lot, there are more than triple the potential NFL schedules than there are Adams in the universe, according to Kevin Seifert. Amazing. Again, it, like it's it's one of those stats where you're, you're no, no matter how smart you are, no matter how much into math you are, your, your brain will not be able to wrap around that at all. All right. We're still waiting to find out the bill schedule in full. Again, that'll come at 8 o'clock. But it, we do believe we have the whole thing. We think we have it from a leaked schedule. We know officially the first two games. At the Rams, home Titans. Then the rest of this is leaked, but we think we know it. At Dolphins, week 3. At Ravens, week 4. Home Steelers, week 5. At Chiefs, week 6. By week in week 7. Sunday night football. Hosting the Packers, week 8. At the Jets, week 9. Vikings at home, week 10. Browns at home, week 11. At the Lions on Thanksgiving, 12-30, week 12. Week 13 at the Patriots, Thursday night football. Prime video, stream only. Week 14, New York Jets at home. Week 15, Dolphins at home. Week 16 at the Bears on Saturday, Christmas Eve. Week 17, January 2nd at the Cincinnati Bengals, a Monday night football game. And then week 18 will be hosting the New England Patriots. I have got my predictions for what the spread is going to be in all of those games. How many games will the Bills be favored? How much will they be favored? We know the first two games. We're going to use FanDuel for the first two games. They've got the Bills at minus one, a one-point favorite on the road at the LA Rams. Week two, they have the Bills as a seven-point favorite hosting the Tennessee Titans. So we have some frame of reference for this. And these will come out later. These will come out probably next hour. The week one lines are already up. So I'm guessing 8.30, 
to nine is when we'll see the spreads get released for the whole bill schedule at a lot of these popular sports books. Week three at the Dolphins. You got a guess for these, or do you want do you want to? How do you want to do this? <sighs> you said how at, about I'll, I'll give you mine and you tell me how much I'm off by. Okay. If, if you would change yeah, it. I, yeah, if I put guesses out there, I'm going to look like All right. quite the smooth brain. I'll put my guess out there and you tell me how much it should be changed by. All right. Week three, I've got the Bills at the Dolphins favored by six. That's my guess. You know what? That's actually a pretty good one. Okay. I, I think that a, you know, a six-point game there... It's something exactly that the NFL would look for, for a division rivalry, but the Bills are still a different step ahead of you Yep. Uh, if you're Miami. And that's a team the Bills often blow out. Yes. So even though they're improved and it's their home, the Bills always blow them out. Yeah, so so they're not going to get quite to like an obnoxious amount like a two-possession game, sure. but it could be a... It could be within that range. Week four at the Ravens. I've got the Bills. My guess is they're going to be favored by two and a half at the Ravens. That one I struggled with. I hate their offseason, though. They're they're reverting back to the run-heavy smash-mouth football. You've got Lamar Jackson. You, But I guess I shouldn't say, do you have any interest? We know now. They have zero interest in developing him as a passer. None. Yeah. They want to use him as a run-first quarterback, as a guy that is more of a game manager in terms of his arm. I'm not calling him a game manager because he's too athletic for that because he's such a weapon with his legs. But I don't think the Ravens have shown any intent to make him a better passer than he is, and I think that's a mistake. I think the Bills should... I, I think it might be just a clean three for Baltimore. Okay, clean three. I think it's, I think it would be a clean three. You would agree, though, they should definitely be favored. Yes, Okay. of course. Week five... I've got the Bills as a nine-point home favorite against the Steelers. Now, the Bengals are a six-point favorite in week one, so I'm kind of using that as my reference point. I think the Bills are about a th- about three-point difference better than the Bengals. I would say that there is that, and the fact that they're home. You don't know how Pittsburgh's going to end up going this season, but I do think that um, they ha- they probably will look at Pittsburgh was indeed a playoff team. Yep. Did they overall get better? No. No, they did not. They might they might have gotten marginally better at quarterback, but there's really no other vast improvement that they made. Yeah. Their own line even? Did they do anything to fix that? A little bit, I think. But nothing like of too much consequence. Um Week six. Bills at Chiefs. I've got the Bills a one and a half point underdog. I think I think they'll be an underdog at the Chiefs. Yes, I would agree. I, I think that's the safe one. But you know what? Considering how close that game was, yeah, it, the, I, you don't get tighter than that. Like, there's no way they're gonna put put that as a pure pick'em. Mm-hmm. So they have to they have to have something, and slight, yeah, slight lean to the home team. Yep, I think th- that would. What would the the conversion be if the Bills were at home? The Bills would be like a four and a half point favorite, and that seems about right. Man, four and a half though against the Chiefs if they were at home. Uh, hopefully by playoff time we will have that game. AFC Championship, be pretty cool. By week, week eight, Bills hosting the Packers. I've got Bills minus four against the Packers. Rodgers, but no Devontae Adams. I still think they're going to be the best team in that division. I think they're going to win the NFC North. There's not a ton of competition for them. I think they'll take a hit. I'm not. It's not going to be devastating to them. I think they'll still be a double-digit win team, but. 
the Bills have Diggs. The Bills still have their superstar receiver. The Packers don't. And the Bills roster is more fully formed. And at best, I'll give you a wash at quarterback. I think I'd rather have Allen. They're close enough, though, where I'll give you a wash. The rest of the team, far, super, Bills have a superior roster. So I like four for the Bills. Yeah, it would be a little ridiculous to try to go to like pushing it to six for Green Bay. Yeah. So that that's kind of unrealistic considering what they are still, despite losing Devontae Adams. Week nine, Bills hosting the Jets. I have the Bills as a 15.5 point favorite. <laughs> How do we feel about My that? My goodness, a little respect for their offseason, Joe. Mm, I like their offseason. I don't like their quarterback too much. I, the thing is, is that to put that as a 15.5 favorite, still this early, despite the fact that the Jets have had a much improved offseason. I know, but did you see what Week 18 looked like? They, the Jets they just didn't look like a pro football team in Week 18. The thing is Wilson that, completed like six passes? Yeah, but the thing is that you can try to bank on some improvement under center, but also the rest of the roster got a lot better. They had a better offseason than the Patriots did. So I feel like 15 and a half, while funny, a little disrespectful. Uh, I'd probably still keep it at double digits, probably 10. 10? Okay. Yeah. The stat from that game that I was looking for. <laughs> week 18. And a half? My God. <laughs> week 18 <laughs> against the Jets. Zach Wilson on his, remember he had that one long touchdown. Right. Over the middle. And Zach Wilson's touchdown to Keelan Cole. The Jets had 40 yards. It was a 40 yard pass. The Jets' other 45 plays in that game, they had 13 yards. Ew. 13 Ew. yards in 40. Five plays. You know their last game that they played. You had like you tend to forget the Bills do have a respectable defense. Respectable, They're the best defense in football. Yeah, it's just you forget. And that. they got Von Miller. You yeah, <laughs> you forget that though. Considering the last time we saw them, it didn't go so well. I'm sticking with 15 and a half. I it's more about the Bills and the Jets. I, the Jets. It, I I gotta thir- see Zach Wilson do 13 something. 13 is still wild to me, but 15, it does happen. 15 and a half. I yeah. don't know, man. All right, week 10. Home against the Vikings. I've got the Bills as an eight and a half point favorite against the Vikings. That's my prediction. Vikings are okay. Their roster is okay. Their quarterback's okay. Everything's just okay. The Bills are a juggernaut. When a juggernaut meets a team that's just fine, eight and a half. That feels right. I'd probably say higher. A little lower. Maybe seven. Okay. What are the Vikings this year? Is that a playoff team? They're in the race. The NFC, the, the NFC doesn't have enough teams to where, like, last year, it was the Eagles, right? There's always that bubble team that'll squeak into the NFC just because there aren't that many elite quarterbacks. A team led by Jalen Hurts can make the postseason. A team led by Kirk Cousins could. Yeah, especially with the landscape of what their conference is. Right. Week 11, Bills hosting the Browns. I do believe it will be Deshaun Watson under center uh, for that team at that point. I've got the Bills as a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Against the Cleveland Browns. I would say that that's pretty accurate. They are the favorites right now to win that division. Mm -hmm. Slight, very slight over the Bengals and the Ravens. But the Browns are the favorites to win the AFC North. I think if Watson plays and he plays the whole season, I think that's a great team. I think that's a playoff team. I think it's definitely a problem to look forward to in the postseason. It's a problem to look forward to in the postseason, too. Week 12. Bills at the Lions on Thanksgiving. I'm going to go Bills minus nine. You gave the Jets 15 and a half and the Lions only nine? I, yeah. (laughs) One, it's in Detroit. 
So that's a difference. So it's like a six-point swing there. I, or it's more of like a three-point swing. Yeah, tra- traditionally um, three-point swing. I think the Lions could be sneaky good this year. I think they have got a much better defense than they had last year. They made a lot of investment in free agency in that in, on that side of the football. They added a lot of weapons. I know it's Jared Goff, and that's going to always be my holdup, but the one thing about Jared Goff is we've seen him do well with good weapons. And now... He's got DJ Chark, pretty good receiver. Not a great receiver, but a pretty good receiver from Jacksonville. Amonra St. Brown, who looked good as a rookie last year. They drafted Jamison Williams. They still have Josh Reynolds as the depth guy. He's their number four. And then they've got TJ Hawkinson, who's a good young tight end. And DeAndre Swift, who's a good pass-catching running back. He's got like six weapons. And the line is even pretty good now because of Frank Ragnow in the middle and um, Penny Sewell from last year, who was kind of up and down as a rookie, but high potential. So... I'm kind of into the Lions. And then on defense, they had Aiden Hutchinson, who should have been the first overall pick. So I'm not telling you I think they're going to beat the Bills. I'm putting them as a nine-point underdog. I, I, but think, I think they're – I think, I think you like get them that double digit. Give them ten. Ten? Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's a, I think I that's a seven-win team I would year. look at the Lions and the Jets almost on the same stratosphere right now. Both did get better, but both were putrid. Um, so you should give them double digits, but not Here, 15 and a half. Here's the thing. I think – they're different. Wilson's variance is a lot different. Zach Wilson could show up this year and be great because he's got the physical skill set, the physical tools. He's got the high ceiling. Right. He could also be horrible. He could be out by week eight. He could just flame out, and suddenly Joe Flacco's got to go in because it just looks like a disaster. What, we forget about Mike White? The line, Mike White, right, I forgot <laughs> about him. I did. Zach, or, uh, Jared Goff, like, it's just you know mid. what you're getting. You know what you're getting. He's not going to be a disaster. He's not going to be great, but he's not going to be a disaster. I mean, some games he is a disaster. Maybe he could be great. He had one year where he was great, but I'm um, probably not. And he's the, had years where he's a disaster, too. The so. Lions feel safer to me than the Jets, I guess, is my point. Um, 10. All right, I'll, I'll move with you. I'll go to 10. Yeah, I would say you got to give some credence with, with the Jets line compared to the Lions line. You do have to give some credence to division games do get wacky. Yeah. We'll take a timeout weeks 13 through 18. I'm going to predict the spreads for. We've got the official schedule release coming up at 8 o'clock, but we think we know the whole thing as I'm picking it now. Uh, we'll have Sal come up in the next hour as well, Jody Biasi and Derek Kramer. Also looking for your phone calls at 803 here on WGR. All right. Jody Biasi, Derek Kramer back here on the Nightcap. Schedule release coverage here on WGR. We'll find out the whole NFL schedule officially coming up in eight minutes. Seven minutes now. 0-0, Leafs and Lightning, if you're wondering, by the way, in Tampa. Game six. Predicting the spreads for the Bills' schedule. So far, I've got... We know the Rams and Titans game. Bills are favored by one against the Rams, seven against the Titans. My guess is week three... At Miami, minus six. Week four at Baltimore, minus two and a half. Week five versus Pittsburgh, minus nine. Week six at Kansas City, plus one and a half. Week eight, hosting Green Bay, minus four. Week nine. I got to change week nine. I had that messed up. It's at the Jets in week nine. So I have the Jets being a nine and a half point underdog against the Bills in their own building. Week 10, eight and a half point favorite. The Bills would be against the Vikings at home. Week 11, four-and-a-half point favorite against the Browns. Week 12, a nine-point favorite at the Lions. Left off at week 13. Patriots, minus four-and-a-half 
I have the Bills at New England being a four and a half point favorite. They're just they're definitively the better team. They've got to be at least a a, a good chunk. They got to be a good chunk between the even money spur or the pick'em spread and like a massive favorite. I'm gonna start getting disrespectful about them. Go for it. Minus fifteen and a half. Derek says. <laughs> I, I you know what it, it would be fun to say that, but uh, you know what I am gonna stay on the disrespect though, and I am gonna go with. Minus six. All right. Week 14. At home, hosting the Bills. <laughs> nah, man. You get minus six. I said it with my chest. Minus six. I love it. Week 14, I already really gave you because this was the one I thought was week nine. Week 14. Uh, I played this one. Hang hosting on. the Jets. 15 and a half, so we can move on past that. Uh, week 15. Bills hosting the Dolphins. I've got the Bills minus seven and a half in that game. I feel like I can't put it higher. Don't the Dolphins deserve a little bit more respect than New England? It can't be the same line. It's got to be yes. a little bit better. I would say yes. And then you look at what they've done to the Dolphins over the last several years. They blow them out every time. Whoop them. But, yeah, I think that's tough. All right. Week 16 at the Bears. Oh, no. Bills minus 11 is yeah, what I got. Against okay, the okay, okay. The, that'll be Nathan Peterman. You mark my words. That will be Nathan Peterman really? starting for the Bears. You think Fields is not going to? I think it? he's doomed. I think they're already given up on him. I think they're already. They want their own guy. They're going. They're going <laughs> to let this season go out. It's going to go up in flames. They're going to get make the reason to draft a new guy. Oh my God! If the Bills get well, Nathan Peterman, he's going to eclipse that five interceptions by half oh, yeah. time. Well, think about the Bears too. They if they're gonna, really going to be the worst team in the league, like they could be. If they have the number one pick in a loaded quarterback class next year. I mean, even if Fields is pretty good, they might say, let's move on. Honestly, get their own guy. If C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young is an insane year, uh, I think they probably move off Fields. Uh, 17, week 17, at the Bengals on Monday Night Football. This one was tough for me. They're a one-point favorite at the Rams. So with that as kind of a benchmark, I'm going to say Bills minus two at the Bengals. Minus two. Bills favorite on the road. On the road. At a team that was in the Super Bowl, but I think they're better. I think they it, are. Better. I don't. I don't. Uh, I feel a little uncomfortable going any higher than two. I might give them a full three. Okay. Derek's at three. Week eighteen, hosting the Patriots. I got the Bills minus seven and a half. Only because they might be benching starters. I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, Keenum. If, if a half it, a Keenum. But if this was not anything. Uh, this would be the 15 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I'll say this. What did Case Keenum do the last time he had a loaded roster around him? Went to the FC Championship. I mean, yeah, but also Matt Barkley whooped on a team that was trying to make the playoffs. So uh, Also fair. Yeah. That's why, even with Keenum, they're favored. He, like, he, he knows Stephon Diggs. Not that Diggs would be in a balance on him. Anyways, this is my guesses at the spreads. I'll tweet those out at Sneaky Joe Sports. All right, we'll take a break here. we got the official schedule release coming up next. The schedule release is brought to you by, on WGR, it's brought to you by BookSeats.com, custom flight, hotel, and ticket packages to events around the world. And we will talk to Sal coming up at 8.30. So schedule release next, Sal at 8.30, all coming your way in hour number two of the nightcap. Jody Biasi, Derek Kramer here on WGR.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 